Luke Byron, Tom Kennett, Alex Jones and Jack Harper. It's the spitballing pod. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. You know we've been fighting for one and still fighting to this day. To this day. Aguero! Surprise, motherfuckers. Back out to Allen. History pointer. Bang! I'll take a bow, son. I mean that. Take a bow. And, and I'll tell you, honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. Listen, I ain't going to forget about this by the time we hit the motorway. Some might be. Hello and welcome to episode 138 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, today joined by Tom Kennett, Troy Weaver, Jack Harper and would you know Alex Jones has joined us for the week. Wouldn't get too used to it. If he's uh, fitting into his schedule this week, it probably means he won't be for the rest of the month, but hopefully he's on form. I can't believe that was on TV! Anyway, big intro today. As I say before, I like to get a bit of everything in so we can start with I Can't Believe That Was On TV in what's a throwback to a previous episode for the loyal listeners. And after that, we've got some news of the week. So we'll get to that because I need uh, participation from either Troy or TK for that one. So we'll get there. Anyway, if you can remember Alex and TK, I know you were both on the show when we did our Christmas special and we spoke about the game show... um, the one thing I haven't written down is the game show name. Essentially, <laughs> the, the one moment of truth. If you remember, where yeah, I, I they, do, about, they yeah. do a lie detector and it guesses right or wrong. It's like almost like who wants to be a millionaire format. For every three questions, you have to say whether you're taking the money or leaving. Okay. If you if you say wrong to the lie detector and the questions get progressively harder, <laughs> this woman went on and admitted to admitting she wishes she'd married her ex. That she all sorts, all sorts, and I've got some so ones it's basically here. Like a, Jeremy Kyle game show yeah. type thing. Okay. And so I've got the things that people lied about, whereas the things they told the truth about. And a lot of the times you think, why did they not do this the other way around? <laughs> so if I start off with Russia Hardy, and some of these actually, they didn't air on TV. I had too many complaints. Mark Wahlberg is the host, if that tells you how far back this oh, is. Wow. He's actually the host on this famous episode because he says at the start, I was almost too uncomfortable watching this. Right. You may should be too. So bear that in mind before you sit through. <laughs> Jesus. If Mark Wahlberg is uncomfortable, you know yeah. it's uncomfortable. <laughs> for a ride. <laughs> All right, so Russia Hardy answered truthfully that she'd be secretly happy if her stepmother died, <laughs> but lied when asked if it was difficult for a man to sleep with her, <laughs> losing 50k in the process. <laughs> Presumably be there as well. She said no, it's not difficult. No, it's something like yes, it's difficult yeah. or something. It's not yeah. no not hard at all. <laughs> Easy. She's married as well. Oh no. This is a name and out. Ty Keck answered truthfully that he doesn't want kids with his wife as he's not convinced she's the one. 
but lied when he claimed he'd never inappropriately touched a client before against their will as a personal trainer. <laughs> I mean, no, Ale- these... Alex used to be a personal trainer. So. These, these questions are dangerous. <laughs> like, you they may... definitely had some like spy that knows what they've done because some of them are weirdly specific. <laughs> yeah. right? And you'll know that when I get to the next one. Okay, so... There's only one person ever won the show. So they went the whole way through and got the 500 grand. One contestant, so it says, this was season two, episode nine of the unaired second season, answered all 21 questions truthfully to win the top prize. Her name was Melanie Williams, and she was a member of a secret polygamist group. So most of the questions centered around the secrets of polygamy and what took place in the group that she was a member of. For 500 grand, Williams' final question was whether she believed her father has sexual relations as an adult with a minor. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> like, this, what? this game this you is... might win some money, but is you this might what lose took it off air? So, <laughs> she felt that he did, and the lie detector determined she was telling the truth and what the grand prize. <laughs> she says now that she's on good terms with her father, and it felt good to get things out in the open. Well, that's all right then, I suppose. <laughs> Honesty yeah. is always the best policy. There's a guy, there's a guy. So you get, when you look back, they say like on the f- after episodes, this is what happened to these after they left. And this guy left the one he'd left with a hundred grand, but said he wasn't sure if his wife was the one. He looks at other women differently. And he used a large portion of the hundred grand to get her a boob job. And now they're happily ever after. <laughs> anyway. That's I can't believe that was on TV, so I can get the jingle back out there, so I'm glad of that. Anyway. The funny thing okay. is, is like you have to ask yourself, where do they find these people? Well, but they continue to find these people. I'm thinking for the Christmas why... special, I might, we'll do a Wheel of Fortune and one of you has to take the que- one of you has to take the questions. I'm happy to stick some cash in it as well. If we're going to make it really worth it, I'm happy to. <laughs> wow. But yeah, it just goes to show society has to move at the pace of its slowest member all the time because well, there's fucking idiots out there dragging us behind when well, they're going on these type of game that, shows. So Troy and Tika, I know you both have listened to the Ricky Gervais podcast before, which is no longer there. Yeah. Anyway, this isn't plagiarism. It's actually we're revamping one of their features. So if you go way back, there was a feature where Carl would find the news headlines of the week and he would do that. So I need one of you to take the role of Big Ben and give I me think, the I think the that's bomb. where monkey news come, yeah. came from, yeah. isn't it? Because they had one that was monkeys and they were just like, you need to keep doing this. So <laughs> I need one of you to give me the <laughs> give me the bong between headlines <laughs> for the true effect. <laughs> bong! Yeah, okay, you got the job. Don't go so close to the mic or we might blow it. Okay, so... Troy, you take the mic. I think you'll need it. So give me the opening bong and then uh, I'll ask you to hit me each time we need another one. I've just got the headlines. These are all headlines within the last seven days. Right. They've been credited to a site designated as a news site. That can be as far ranging when you hear some of the headlines. Could be fake news. Could be fake news. (laughs) Well, we said on here before, look, if if the lie is better than the truth, then we won't look any further. Yeah, we're not digging deep into this. Okay, so hit me. Hit me. Bong... Doctors warn women not to use toothpaste to tighten their vaginas. Bong. There is a spa that offers snake massages and people love them. Bong. Chickens prefer attractive people. <laughs> you can have a little pause if you need to. Or if anyone has any questions, we can try and get to the bottom of it. 
In what way? What way do they like the people? <laughs> I don't know, but you can ask the question out loud. I don't have the answers. I didn't look any further. The tighten in the vagina one. Is yeah. it stop using toothpaste and therefore your vagina will tighten? Or is it stop spreading toothpaste on your vagina to well, tighten this one, it? This one was actually on the New York Post. <laughs> All right, hit me with another bong. Bong. Mum pulls kid out of school because he was given tuna sandwich after long poo. <laughs> <laughs> bong. China is breeding giant pigs as heavy as polar bears amid pork shortage. Yeah, I buy that. I'm buying that. They're, they're up to that. Genetic That's engineering That's like an Alan Partridge shit. style <laughs> yeah. headline. It's like got a spine and a bab. Kind of. <laughs> got TV giant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a giant chicken. Why am I so massive? Why am I so big? Bung. Yeah. <laughs> Stalker studied reflection from photos of pop star's pupils to find out where she lived. Bung. <laughs> where was Alex last? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> Ninja student gets top marks for writing essay in Invisible Ink. Okay. <laughs> ninja styled it, yeah. yeah. So this isn't like a GCSE, this is like ninja school. Yeah, yeah, you're taking a ninja yeah. test. We yeah. don't ask questions. <laughs> Bong. Mexico mayor tied to car and dragged through town. If there's one place it's going to happen, I reckon <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Mexico. Is it Juarez by any chance? That was just celebrating getting in. That was the inauguration. <laughs> yeah. It's just tradition over there. That's what they do. Bong. Thieves run away with man's bag. Inside were four pythons. Ooh. Wow, yeah. Get what you deserve. Bong. Homeowner finds naked man singing in kitchen drinking milk. It depends what time in the morning it is, because yeah. that, that, is that would definitely happen in the kitchen. The, 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 <laughs> yeah. the last, I don't want to build it up too much, but the last one here I may struggle to get out, because it might be the best line ever uttered on the podcast. <laughs> That's not next, though. Give me a bong. Bong. Driver in crash accused of offering victim free chillies to not call officers. Bong. <laughs> Epic $8 billion breasts. Eight, eight billion. Yeah, billion. I mean, surely you must have clicked on that. I know you said no. you haven't. Are they, read it, are they but... human implants? They're just other people's. I don't flesh look and, any further. Bu- I can imagine they probably are. I mean, that's something you can't get. Can't be silicone. <laughs> Remarkable restraint you've shown. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, must have been at work, wasn't it? Blocked <laughs> no. in the old safe now. No, oh, I don't do this at work. <laughs> but is this the, the big one? No. To cue me when it's the big one. All right. Bong. Florida man gets arrested after allegedly trying to get alligator to bite his arm and drink beer. You do realise you could do a whole section on Florida man. That was a, that was a great little bit of internet that was going on for a while, wasn't it? Yeah. Where you could just search Florida man and your birthday and get your own story. If you haven't done it already, go ahead and do it. Bong. Virginia man reaches finals of National, to- national Toilet Paper Wedding Dress Contest. We've got one more before the finale. All right. Bong. Tired of bears raiding his honey supplies, one beekeeper turned them into taste inspectors. All right, this this is the big one. This is the big one. All right, dum 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 bong. Shoplifter jailed after filling bottom with Scotch eggs. Eesh. That's straight from the Daily Sport. Do they give num? Do they give numbers? That's one that you definitely don't click on. Jesus, what? 
Whenever I think of Scotch Eggs, I think of that guy from The Office. Yeah, but they're eat nothing but Scotch Eggs. Scotch Eggs are big. Yeah, yeah they're not small. How has he filled his bottle with Scotch Eggs? That's it. Oh, it's easily how done. Did he, how did he... How I'm did not he saying I've ever done it, but I know of a crumble? lot of things yeah. that's gone how at people's How did they not bums. crumble? <laughs> hey, they might not have stayed intact. That's, we don't that's, know that's, that. That's actually the most impressive part. The, Wait, if yeah. they're like intact, full suffice. What was he saving them for? Rainy day. Maybe it's just a weird fetish he had. Where was he from? I don't know. That, oh, this was a, this was a UK article. Daily Sport. I bet it was in the Daily well, Sport. The Americans aren't going to have Scotch eggs, are they? No, exactly. Because <laughs> the Daily Sport often you see it on Facebook a lot. It it runs with that headline of um, "Man burns his cock on Greg's sausage roll." <laughs> or, but then it transfers into like a Viz comic where yeah. it comes out with some really crazy. Well, there was the one that for years just kept getting floated around where it was like. I lost my cat and found it eight years later in my wife's belly button in the Sunday sport. It's just some... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just seem to reoccur. And like the guy that won the lottery and now sucks off people for a pack of yeah. quavers. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. one I've seen. That's the good old sucks off dogs. Scotch eggs out of people's arses. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I do actually have a feature story here and this one has been corroborated by the medical journal. So this is... This was labelled Unusual Case by William A. Morton Jr. M.D. Bit of a long one here, so you have to bear with me. One morning, I was called to the emergency room by the head ER nurse. She directed me to a patient who had refused to describe his problem other than to say that he needed a doctor who took care of men's troubles. You may want to cross your legs now. The patient, about 40, was pale, febrile, and obviously uncomfortable, and had little to say as he gingerly opened his trousers to expose a bit of angry red and black and blue scrotal skin. After I asked the nurse to leave us, the patient permitted me to remove his trousers short and two or three yards of foul-smelling stained gauze wrapped around his scrotum, which was swollen to twice the size of a grapefruit and extremely tender. A jagged zigzag laceration oozing pus and blood extended down the left scrotum amid the matted hair, edamata's skin and various exudates. I saw some half-buried dark linear objects and asked the patient what they were. Several days later, he replied he had injured himself in the machine shop where he worked and had closed the laceration himself with a heavy-duty stapling gun. The DARP objects were one-inch staples of the type used in putting up wallboard. An unmarried loner, he usually didn't leave the machine shop at lunchtime with his co-workers. Finding himself alone, he'd begun the regular practice of masturbating by holding his penis against the canvas drive belt of a large floor-based piece of running machinery. One day, as he approached orgasm, he lost his concentration and leaned too close to the belt. When his scrotum suddenly became caught between the pulley wheel and the drive belt, he was thrown into the air and landed a few feet away. Unaware that he had lost his left testy, and perhaps too stunned to feel much pain, he stapled the wound closed and resumed work. I can only assume he abandoned this method of self-gratification. No, 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 hang on, hang on, I think I feel... The Never man, really should you get sick feeling in my The belly. man claims that they found the missing testy in the ceiling rafters some years later. <laughs> I mean, that's employee of the month. Carry on working <laughs> after that. Jesus it's also a testament just what you'll do to finish a wank. <laughs> just how far you'll go. If anybody ever wonders why I disappear from the podcast, it's when it's you get pale. stories like this. That's taking the, that's taking the danger away. I, I don't, I don't, under, I don't, it's the way, it doesn't help that Byron reads it like he's reading a piece of poetry. Yeah, as well. yeah it's, like, it's like, it's not, you got a nail <laughs> like it was a lovely novel. Like 
Well, it definitely brings a new meaning to the word uh, danger wank, doesn't it, I suppose? <laughs> but that's not something you nail the delivery of. It's not... It's not. <laughs> well, that's the feature story of this week, so... Uh, <laughs> That's the intro done for Alex. Uh, noticed you make sure. So there's the bar that. set. Anyway, yeah. can't wait for next week's one. If Alex shatters that, we can have a long podcast. So watch it. Respect, 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 man, respect, respect. Anyway, he had me up against the ropes, Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, we'll turn the attention to TK now realise each week when I listen back to the podcast how much I say anyway, but I probably won't be able to stop saying that anyway. TK, respect that man. It's your turn, remember. Give us the player's name, respect that man, beat your chest into the mic, and tell us why they deserve some respect. Okay, then. David Seaman, respect that man. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. You're probably thinking, I think he gets due respect. I, I think he gets... Some respect and a hell of a lot of disrespect, <laughs> mainly because of being victim of obviously probably the most famous lob of all time. Yeah. He's doubly unlucky that his surname is pretty much the only surname where you don't want to follow the word lob. Yeah. <laughs> if you have Smith or Jones, lobbing them is fine, but lobbing Seaman is something that can and will can and will ruin a career, and it pretty much did from that point. Um, into the nitty-gritty, three league titles, four FA Cups, a League Cup, a European Cup, Winners' Cup, a staple in some great Arsenal teams. I just think, like, we're not talking about Seaman enough, really. Uh, we talk about Schmeichel and the great United teams. We don't tend to talk about Seaman when we talk about the great Arsenal teams because of their players. Um, in terms of, obviously, more relevant stuff, the Barnet. Plenty of Barnets came and left <laughs> through the nineties and noughties. Bex had pretty much all of them. The Ponytail never caught on. Seaman definitely tried to keep it. Tried someone will take it. No one did. I admire a man that sticks to his guns despite all evidence to the contrary. He even combined it with the tash. So <laughs> the it, looked tash. Like, it looked like Ron Jeremy, didn't it? Which really I think every footballer should have a tash. It's compulsory, yeah. I think. Um later career, he's ended up going on dancing a nice bin in his wife of long term and getting with a woman ten years younger than him. Uh midlife crisis done properly, I would say. <laughs> yeah. So the bloke's done pretty much everything. And I just don't think he's been talked about enough. So we need to talk about mental health and we need to talk about semen. I'm not talking about either enough. Britain, get talking. Yeah. Cheers for the platform, lads. <laughs> nice. All right, Troy, we're on to you next week. So make sure you get thinking. No problemo. We'll move on then. We had the international break kick in last week, so we won't have anything much to go through this time. Rather than break down the England game last week, we're going to give... If Euro 2020 started tomorrow... Who would be in our starting lineups? Now, how do we want to do this? You want to do goalkeepers, bat line for bat line, midfield, yeah, strikers. Yeah, right. What formation does everyone else do I know how to work? I've got a four two three one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean four three three is pretty much the easy format with yeah, that's what midfielders I've, and strikers, I've gone with. strikers, isn't it? Yeah. Goalkeeper is does anyone not have Pickford? And those little arms. Yeah, Pope. I think Pope's an all-round better keeper, personally. I think Pickford's... I, I can't get over his small arms. I can't get over it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I saw him walk out... They're getting smaller. Yeah. Yeah. The more people yeah, talk exactly. about it, they're just going... I, I saw him walk out next to Harry Kane, and they're relatively the same height, but Kane definitely has longer arms. <laughs> and I, I'm sure... And it will cost us. Yeah. At some point, his, them short arms will cost us. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> if, you, if, if you look back to the Belgian game in the group stage, not the um, third-place playoff in the World Cup... 
His short arms did. Like, he jumped higher than his arms went. <laughs> which I don't understand how it's physically possible. But I, I do think that as an all-round keeper, Nick Pope is the stronger candidate. But surely he took the shine off him. He's fortunate for that goal. Yeah, he yes, is. Yeah, yeah. He is. <laughs> we need Tommy Fury to lend him some of his arms. <laughs> Yeah, Tommy's if he can got, just take some, some off and then, give them yeah. to pick, I mean, he's got enough to go around. It's, it's mad what you can do these days with like, plastic surgery. I'm sure an arm extension isn't far away. Exactly, yeah. and that would make him a better player as well. Yeah. This bloke with the staple gun has set the boundary really for what you can do yourself. So these two get together. What are you going to do? That, grow that's ligaments? Not, that, that's shit. not. A, that's not a boundary. Sort yes. <laughs> it's not a boundary. <laughs> <laughs> well, we saw it on South Park where. Um, Kyle, a lot on South Park. Yeah, where Kyle plays basketball. I mean, why oh, yeah, do that? The, yeah. the knee, knee plastic yeah, or whatever it's called. that's the yeah. one. We'll just get Pickford one of those we'll chip in. <laughs> if I, yeah, I've got Pickford, but it felt like a dirty pick. I, felt like yeah. I don't enjoy having to do this, but <laughs> yeah. I've done it. <laughs> it, was, it was a shift. The thing is, you can see what Southgate's done, because with a keeper, you need to have a number one. You can't drop and change, because yeah. confidence is absolutely everything. you think that with the defence, though, so... Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why Keane is the we're, first choice we'll anyway. There. Everton haven't had a good season, but yeah, we'll get there. TK, if I bring you back on the mic and ask you a question here that's just popped into my head. Oh, so God. you said you're oh, unsure about Pickford. If I was to go back in time and offer you David James for Pickford, would you swap? Prime David James. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. I probably would, but... Because there's someone history hasn't been kind to. Yeah, <laughs> the thing you could beat chest up to. There is a reason why he was calamity <laughs> James though. That's the thing. He would have a day where you couldn't beat him, but he had plenty of days where he was going to beat himself. When you're yeah. trying to hide on the pitch, don't dye your hair blonde <laughs> or nah. have an afro. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get put on up front for Man City. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if we go left back, so Troy, if you want to kick us off. Probably go with Ben Chilwell for left back. I think, um, yeah. Trip Trippier, not really for me. He's he's just he's a yid. Might have to blank that word out. <laughs> but he is, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make no. Uh, I, I'm no surprised you say that him. because he's not he's not one of ours anymore, and he ain't exactly had plenty yeah, of nice things is. to say, has he? He still is. <laughs> Alex, have you got Donny Rose? No, I'd have trips. He's a right back. <laughs> you both you both trapped him in the right back. He's. You're fed up Wait, I, I didn't him know we. I did, I, sorry, I tuned out. I, I didn't realise we were talking about left. Come up for one week and he's not even listening. <laughs> it was me. I threw him under the bus. There, I think. <laughs> I, 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 I tuned off when the anti. I tuned off when the anti-Semitism started. <laughs> I like. I, I've had my chance to be like the teacher. Then you're listening, right? <laughs> uh, I'm not having Rose. No, no. Do you know what Troy said? How much were you listening? <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't yeah, got a clue has he <laughs> he's still reeling from that story you told earlier he looks like going to pass up you're a disgrace Ben Chilwell Troy Ad. I've shown you up in front of the class now All he's my... a supply teacher who feels big about himself now so <laughs> yeah. I've laid down the marker never I've... helped any child self esteem I saw an analogy the other day and they said that supply teachers what you see happen then is like the early sign of what happens like in the prison yard where really they do have to go in the biggest guy in the room and sit them down quick because if you start letting people get one over 
I said it before, the first one I did if I was a supply teacher was going to like throw a chair or something. Yeah. Just to get everyone scared <laughs> early doors. Yeah. Or, or yeah. the opposite to what you think take on the worst kid. Take on the best behaved kid. Say no one's safe here. Yeah. So right, right, who's the, who's the best behaved smartest kid in here? Get out now. You lay down a marker because he goes out crying. I was like, oh shit, he's not messing around. I think it, we had some really Don't say names. Legend, legendary status uh, supply teachers. Unnamed kids. I mean, there was an unnamed supply teacher. That we been... know this school does sue. Yeah, so. that, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're in the market. Yeah, we, I've him. been on the re- I've been on the receiving end of that one too many times. Once is enough. Um, but yeah, there was one teacher that wasn't allowed to teach at a nearby school. I won't name it for what only can be described as crimes of a sexual nature. <laughs> oh my god! But then they just banned him from yeah, the school. From yeah, that so they, school. that's good. But then he was allowed to teach us. Yeah. Um, and I will, I will say no was more. It, was it with a girl? No, and then on, it's no. like, oh, you can work with boys, though. No, <laughs> it, 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 your school, your school it was basically your school just looking to... up girl skirts. At this a is the, school. I've mentioned so him, I've mentioned him before. Their mind work. Well, I was in a lesson, and he told a kid, "Look, we're doing skins. Take your shirt off." Yeah, that's and he the said same he wasn't way. doing skins, and he said, "Right, you got detention. They're not taking your shirt yeah. off." Oh shit! Yeah, it was. He was a weird dude. Didn't learn a lesson. Yeah. Hashtag me too. Strange. There's also something very irritating about a supply teacher who wants to come in and suck up to people. Because, like, you know what you're doing here, yeah. and I'm not falling for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I remember when Mr. used to let us. Um... <laughs> <laughs> now, he's class, though. This is a good story. He was cool not guy. The cool guy. Base, basically, yeah, base, no, basically, he retired, and then he came back to cover certain lessons. You at least, and the, and, it. You and at the, least have to yeah. rhyme the name. Yeah, and. <laughs> And the lessons... Yeah. <laughs> this name means yeah. nothing to almost everyone. <laughs> Instead, we're just yeah. slandering someone. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was always that one teacher that he retired and he came out, didn't give a shit, and he'd like, let us look at the Champions League draw on his laptop during lessons and just stuff like that. I'll tell you what, anything comes from this, it's on Alex for yeah. not listening to Troy. That's where we, that's where we spiralled. Yeah. That's where this is gone. Yeah. Right. Rabbit hole. Jack, who have you got a left back? Oh, I've got Ben Chilwell. I think Luke Shaw hasn't had a substantial run in any kind of team, any kind of football. And we know why it was exposed on here. Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, that's actually true as well. Um, those late nights. Yeah. <laughs> those late night Mackie's trips with his mates. <laughs> She's not good. You never guess with yeah. the build. You yeah. Know. But, I mean, he's never recreated that form that got him signed from Southampton in the first place. I think Ben Chill is pretty solid. He can offer more going forwards. But we're not, we're blessed at right back, but at left back, mm. we are scraping barrels. And oh, I, think, I wouldn't say Chilwell's scraping barrels. No, no, no. Barrel. But if we're looking at depth, okay. Danny Rose, I don't think he's there or there anymore. I mean, he's been Spurs' best defender this season, but he was almost went to Watford. So I don't really understand. It needs Shaw to rise again. Yeah, we did. But not, if it's a mentality thing and not an actual quality thing, we know he's got it in there. Mm. But he's choosing. I mean, he's he's played with injuries. Let's be honest yeah, as well. Like enough. your mentality will suffer if you're always out with injuries. What's what's the cutoff where you allow a player to still have they've got it in them? Because I was speaking to Troy about Urzel earlier, and that's a whole different discussion. <laughs> but for how long do you you know they got it in them? Because it happened for Torres for we about did it 10 with years. And it was for like, a long he doesn't have well. it. Yeah. We did yeah. do it with Walcott for a long time, you know, just still thinking it could be this year History that he goes to that is next level. To Walcott. Oh, yeah, we spoke about this, yeah. Yeah. You were doing it with Ox for a bit and then you eventually gave up and then it did come good. And then yeah, I've seen Liverpool fans start turning on him already and he's only just come back from injury. Oh, no, first game back, I saw someone call him shit. I was like, calm it down, lads. I think that might be the same person. Yeah, yeah. Friend of the pod. Yes. Centre backs then. I'll give you my centre-back partnership and you can tell me if you disagree or... Uh, go on. 
As if we're starting tomorrow, Maguire's out of my team. <laughs> He's been it for a lot of we're talking goals. about the centre-backs. <laughs> <laughs> Alex will be talking about the point. <laughs> We've I'm got, back in the room now. <laughs> we've got Duncan Gomez for me. Oh, Initially cool. had Duncan Maguire. I mean, look, if we're starting tomorrow, I don't trust him to leave my line. United is where you go to die these days. <laughs> the, the, the problem is, though, if you're going, if we're starting tomorrow, Gomez is, he can't get in the Liverpool team. He hasn't had any game time since his injury. So are you picking on form? Or are you picking on what you think they can be? Are you picking your football manager England team? No, actually, I, I became the manager and resigned after a day because I couldn't be dealing with them friendlies. Couldn't be bothered with it all. No. I think... Okay. <laughs> Mike, Mike Bassett did better than that. <laughs> I've got Sam Allardyce on our hands. I think if if you go in for peak performance as well, then you take Gomez over Maguire. I'm not saying... No, I, I would usually say, yeah, Gomez is definitely one of my starting centre-backs for England, but he, it, what, how can you judge that? He's not in any teams. He's been injured. Yeah, I we'll know. have to rule injuries out of no, starting tomorrow, but yeah. I, I get it. But at the same time, you've got Maguire who's playing regularly, albeit in a really bad Man United team. But you've got Joe Gomez that hasn't. It's been a played. choice between do you want to play someone who's playing regularly but shit between yeah. someone who's playing here and there and okay. Yeah, because like, we've done these problems. Well, Don't captain with it. <laughs> Don't is, he's not even in the squad. Is he? I'm not. No, because we've obviously got Mings and Tamori. Exactly. Charity caps, if I've ever seen one. Charity caps? They started the season well. Yeah, Rob Holding's better than Tamori, and he's not getting called up, is he? Has he been playing, though? He's played a couple of Europa League games. Oh, come on. Yeah, it doesn't count. Tamori's done well, and he's been playing in the league. Ox got called up after 20 minutes, so we're not using that as a boundary. No, I don't think he should have been called up. (laughs) If anyone has Ox in their team, that's not good. All right. TK, who have you got at centre-back? I've got Gomez and Maguire again, though. It's... It's tricky if because we're saying about tomorrow, but the, if the projection is sort of for the season to carry on as we think it's going to go, then if Matip does come back from injury and goes straight back in, then Gomez is going to have a season where he hasn't played a lot. By 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 saying tomorrow, I essentially mean we're not looking to year twenty twenty and saying in a season, yeah, they nah. could have potential yeah, to yeah. I still think as well, even if we did do that, that Gomez would get enough playing time that he could justify his place in the squad. Bear in mind, we had Daniel Rose in the last World Cup squad, didn't we? And he had like three games or something. We still had Delph in this one before he got injured. <laughs> Delph will always be there. Don't worry <laughs> about that. So I, I would go with that. I, my, my worry is with like some Mings and Samori is I think there's talent there, but relatively Just unproven. Not, not and, yet, yeah. and that's the one position where I don't mind. Someone like Dunk is okay in terms of he's solid. You know what you're getting with him. It's, he hasn't really been in enough international See, squads for me. Duncan Tarkowski was a consideration. I See, the, you're a big fan of Tarkowski, though. I know this. The, the Mings stomp on Ibrahimovic ages well by the day. It looks better. I was, at the time, this is a disgrace. Everybody was saying what a disgrace yeah. he was. And then, and the as more, time's gone, they thought, you know what? He looks yeah. an all right prospect. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe well, we'll forget about this. I think it's <laughs> the more you see of Ibrahimovic as well, it's like you probably did have that coming. No two ways about it. Yeah. Coming. Didn't Ibrahimovic also get cited for elbowing Mings in the same game, and then yeah. that's why Mings yeah, stamped yeah. on him? Yeah. So it's just a bit of bite, and you want that from a centre back. Well, he missed with the elbow. Yeah, like you literally want a bit of bite from the centre back. That's the one position where you he, want a bit of grit. But he did it to someone else, didn't they? And it was like a proper nice bloke he did it to. And I'm thinking on the international stage, if you're doing this to a nice bloke, <laughs> I I do think though, come the end of the season, we might be having a situation with Mings where you have to have him in. I think he could have one of those seasons where it has he, to be like, look, we have the, to pick the, it. The problem I've got 
with a lot of our centre-backs is that the only centre-back that I can really... The way that Gareth Southgate wants to play with is playing out the back nonsense. He's crosses a lot of goals so far. So you want someone that is nonsense. very, very capable with the ball at foot. Uh, ball in his feet, sorry. So the only real one for me that stands out is John Stones because... You say that, but who look at what happens when he's at the ball at his feet no, for England. No, I get it. I get it. But he is the most used at that level to playing with the ball at his feet. If you start trying to get Connor Cody and Dunk with how, the ball, playing how, out with the ball at their feet, and Tyron Mings to a degree as well, when you think he's been playing in Aston Villa team... How that, long are we going to say that you can trust Stones playing out with the ball at his no, feet when he's no, consistently this, making the this same is not, mistakes this is with the ball not, at his feet? No, it's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, who else do you trust more than him with ball at his feet? Stones and Maguire did do a job last World Cup. Yeah. It wasn't like they didn't show themselves up. No. We didn't defend well in the World Cup. We haven't defended well since the World Cup either. Yeah, I, I would say it's better than it was, say, I'll, like in the, I'll against Czech Republic. I was watching thinking we could see every corner. We were yeah. playing, I don't we, really know what they were doing. It's like, <laughs> watching, Chelsea, it's like watching Chelsea. We were playing five at the back some of the time then as well. Yeah. So there was even more protection. So, I mean, it's difficult. It really... If it weren't for the situation further up the pitch, I was going to suggest five at the back again just because I don't trust any centre-back enough yeah. that I could have a two then a three but then but I don't if trust... you do that then you can't you've got to try and get Sancho and Sterling stuff in and you can't really do it with like a 5 3 exactly with two in midfield and you, if another team puts three in and you've got the two holders is Declan Rice and Henderson that don't have any type of technical <laughs> football brain do you know what I mean where they can spot yeah. a pass I know what you mean that's why they're good at holding I wanted I wanted no, like, I can't have both in my team, no, basically. No, you've got, you've got we'll get on to the midfield. And, yeah, and it's yeah, hard yeah. for a centre mid, but yeah. I think it's going to work in Ming's favour that he can play on the left as well, yeah. in the same way yeah. that it's going to help Gomez. Yeah. Troy, have you got a centre back? Uh, I'll go with. Because uh, this is what I didn't actually know if we're clarifying it. Do they have to be fit today? No. Just. Because I would go with Stones. Just we're not and going Gomez. potential, essentially. Because I would go with Stones and Gomez simply because of this. We have to play from the back, Malarkey. Yeah. I, we don't. It's ridiculous. I don't understand what's going on in football at the moment. <laughs> that suddenly everyone decides that you can't throw the ball anymore, and uh, you just have to kick it. To, to do you do it? You play in goal, don't you? Yeah, I mean, our level isn't the level. You, to do it. Our level isn't the level you want to be playing out from the back. You from. haven't started. You haven't started <laughs> that really, yet. Really, it is literally. Get it out of our half and you've done well. That's, that's <laughs> Yeah, it's still the whole yeah. hoof up. If you get it past the halfway yeah. line, you've done do, a good job. Do you yeah. take your own kicks? Or do you have your centre-back Oh, no, no. I, I, yeah, I, I should hope kicks, so. Yeah. Yeah. I can clear the halfway line, which is something that I've been trying to do <laughs> since I was like a kid. Yeah, and I've only been able to start doing it. If I was a goalie, I think that would really, really be like a kick in the bollocks. Well, if it, they said, uh-huh. by the way, yeah. Troy... John over there is taking the, uh, well, taking the, when, the when you think When you think from a tactical perspective as well, it really puts you under pressure because your offside line is on your last defender. Yeah, of course. Your yeah. offside line then starts in your own box. Yeah, yeah. So if they return <laughs> they the ball... a quick break. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. No. We had a keeper that regularly kicked it out the back of the centre-back while playing it out of goal, so that might tell you the <laughs> right, Alex, who have you got at centre-back? Um, I've got Maguire in there. I haven't got Stones and I've got I've got Gomez as well. I can go. I can jump on board with that. I think the only reason you've got uh, the only reason you have um, uh, stones in there is if you're banking on the system eventually working, which, uh, the way things are going at the moment, he's going to be forced to make some difficult decisions. I think we've got progressively worse since the Nations League because, especially defensively, I think those massive mistakes have rocked us a little bit because. We were on top for a lot of that game against Holland, and I was thinking, oh my God, we're finally seeing what we thought we saw in the World Cup that previous year. But since then, we've conceded, how, how many goals to Kosovo? Is it two or three? 
We conceded three, three, three to Kosovo. Three to Kosovo. Scored two against the Czech Republic, who were actually being beaten by Kosovo in the league standings. Who are now in the set. I just, I think we're struggling because Joe Gomez isn't getting regular football. You know Southgate wants him in the team, but you know that he won't pick him because of what he's saying about form and game time, etc., etc. Um, my pick for the back two would be Stones and Gomez if they're both in a team regularly. Again, banking on the system and that kind of philosophy side of it. I think Harry Maguire did a really good job. Also, I didn't want Maguire and only one person had him in after that. But the problem is, don't forget as well, that everyone was saying that Maguire is a really good defender when he was at Leicester. So this Man United bias has affected him. Now we all hate him. Yeah, it's turned the key. Like when he was at Leicester thinking, yeah, he's all right. He's got big massive Eddie. He had some goals that's, in. That's one I thing is he gets a yeah. goal for you with that big forehead. Exactly. Yeah. But now he's gone to Man United. He's being absolutely picked apart every weekend. Arguably, like we, I said last week, that he's gone... £80 million to a team that will probably finish below Leicester this year, which yeah. is dampening his career. Even even the perception of his head has changed. It used to be sort of lovable. Now yeah. it's all like, fucking, fucking big block yeah. here. Get out my fucking way. Look the, at it. It's just so slow. The, the, best, the best way I've ever heard him described is he looks like one of Draco Malfoy's cronies from the Harry <laughs> Potter films. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that Harry and Ron yeah. change into. Yeah. Yeah. Like fucking Crabble Goyle. That's it. Like, Goyle. He just looks just like them. Does anyone not have Trent at right back? No, don't be silly. We've all got Trent. All right, midfield. No, I've got trips. <laughs> have you actually? Oh, yeah. I've, I've got trips. Have, have, have you not seen? Have you not seen? Have you not? Have you not seen how well he's been doing at Atletico? Uh, have you seen Spanish league? Uh, I call a couple of games. There's, there is a reason why I don't have Trippier at right back. Well, hang on. Well, you just said you did have it. Hang on. He can't. Um, not Trippier. Trent. I mean, oh, sorry. Right. Yeah. Okay. Trippier. Trippier. Right back. Hang um, about. Mor- moral reasons, no, probably. No. Just a quick. <laughs> moral reasons. He, he can't. No, he's in my. He's in my midfield. I've got to clear this up quick before word gets he, out. He can't do the Euro football updates. Doesn't have time to watch enough games. But you've got enough time to watch several Atletico games. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Caught them while I was away <laughs> in Lanzarote, Spanish yeah, football in Spain, like. during the international break. <laughs> Highlights. I was out there before, weren't I? Alright, so you've got one game max. Can't keep up with Midfield, TK, give me your midfield. Let's roll on through. I don't even like saying it, to be honest. It's not. Um, I've got. And no, no one's. We gonna... didn't get the reason for why you didn't have. Well, we're going to get there. Because he's in my midfield. Oh, right, okay. Oh, I like, I like what you're doing there. You like the cut of my jet? Yeah, I like. I like... <laughs> Yeah, I've gone for a rather uninspiring um, Henderson, Winks, and Madison. Oh, no. Did you say, no. say Winks? Give me. Look, I was having a tough time. <laughs> no, you know, basically, you, you know, you know, you've got a lot of ground to cover. Right, when I'm, uh, I'm saying you have. Why have you got right. Winks in there? So Javi is better than Gwendozi. <laughs> well, he is better than Gwendozi. Wow. Having having watched Rice and Henderson, I do largely agree it was quite pedestrian. English Jacker. Um, Winks, I, I don't necessarily think he's of the required quality, which I think you're all probably in agreement on that, but I think he's the only sort of player that will get the ball on the half turn, as they lovely saying now, and try and make forward passes and create from deep. Which people like... Jack's reaction like, was about Henderson. <laughs> oh, <mate. laughs> he, he did have a shocker on Friday. Um, I would have those two in there and then Madison a bit ahead of them with a bit more of a free roll. Yeah. The, the reason I say it, someone like Madison on Mount, I've seen some people saying, "Oh, stick them back with Henderson." You can't really do that. They want that freedom. You can't. 
that. Wiggs is the only one who's got a bit of creativity from deep that yeah. you can you can play in that sort of role. I've like, solved it. So if I said a very budget of the sort of like that sort of okay, I'll say a budget Carrick, yeah. which I don't particularly rate Carrick. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so where are we go with it's that? Like Poundland Carrick. I, I liked making the choice. It's just uh, what I've yeah. got. All right, Troy, give me yours. So my midfield would be. Um, I've gone blank there on the head. I had Declan Rice and I had Foden. You turning okay. on Declan Rice? But then? You were... Actually, do you know Declan what? Rice. I didn't have Declan... Oh, I had I had Henderson. I don't know why... I'm, I had it all set up just before we went there. But yeah, that's that's who I had. Henderson and Foden. Because I, I was going to have Henderson and Rice, but like, like we just said, two pedestrians, just two... Yeah, so I think Foden can hack it in the midfield. Yeah. Um, I mean, the problem with watching England is, and it has been for as long as I can remember watching them, is that creativity from midfield. Mm. We've got players that like to pass it sideways and pass it backwards, but we haven't got anyone that can take anyone on. The closest we've got to that really is probably Madison or maybe Mason Mount. But again, he's so young, you can't really judge him yet. We're missing that like a Perlo or a Fabregas or something like that, where you can kind of know that he'll get the ball and he's going to pick a right pass. Not where he picks the ball and just fucks it off to wherever he wants on the pitch and it go to no one and lose possession and lose that kind of motion forwards. The problem with England is you've got absolutely no link-up play between the front three and the mid three. None at all, in my eyes. And that is the main issue. And I think the only way to bridge that is to have... In my eye, I'll go with mine. Sorry to jump in, Alex, but I've got Trent Holden with um, Declan Rice just for the defensive aspect with Madison in front. What, Trent as a sprayer? Yeah. Just sat behind the... No, not some like of the, the idea. It makes more sense for yeah, Gomez. I kind of like no, it. The, the, po- the thing is, there's been a lot... Lo- Gomez, Ed and Trent. There's been... There's been holding midfield. There's been, yeah, but there's been a, I don't think you, I don't think Trent you, there either. Yeah, but with, you, know, you don't necessarily play him as as the defensive no, midfielder. With the one of just a guy solid that sits there, is right back, and, and you want to take him out. Yeah, because you've got Kieran Trippier. He's got got depth, right yeah. Like you've got forget whatever I'm saying about Trippier three months ago. So let me explain this. Trent did come through as a midfielder as well for the year, so he's actually kind of been shifted to right. Yeah, let me give you my reasons behind this. I mean, the way that you can pick out a pass from right back, I feel. His crossing ability is great. But if you've got Kieran Trippier banging in some balls, and we know, again, he can deliver them. We can see it for Atletico. He's been absolutely delivering on a sixpence. Um, and if you've got that down the right-hand side, if you push Trent Alexander-Arnold a bit further at the pitch, that range of passing, you can't tell me it's going to be any worse than Henderson. I think he's our best passer of all in the squad, yeah. in terms of... Being able to pick a pass, yeah. I would say. Yeah, and that kind of Kevin De Bruyne aspect where he can do crosses from in not from the flanks, but inside yeah, yeah, yeah. inside the pitch. If that makes sense, if I've been explaining that right, his ability yeah. to be able to see the pass across the field, so but not be but see, not being on the flanks. When you said originally you had him in your midfield, I thought you was going to have him as a winger, you know, playing right wing, which I no. could easily see. But yeah, that I think his defense shot me. But I like I his, like his defensive aspect, his ability, his engine as well. Don't forget, he's got an engine on him. That kid, he's young, but I still feel that you'd need an anchor like a Henderson or a Rice just for a bit of maturity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah, because you don't want too gung ho. No. I think Henderson probably has to be in there actually next to him. Just so, to, so who did you go with? So I, I'm going to change Henderson. it. I'm going to go to Henderson and Trent because they play for the same team. They have yeah. a good chemistry and relationship. And Henderson being the captain or captain or whatever will be able to pull 
and direct Trent on where to go like a good captain should. He can mop up, Trent can be the sprayer, and then you've got Madison playing in the hole to try and link up between the front three. Right, can we add one one sub as well at the end of it? Yeah. We just, but only yeah. one, because that's 12th oh, man yeah. back Alex, in the day. If you, if you say Dyer now, I'm cutting the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so do, do, do I really look like I'm going to go through any, any Spurs players? Um, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Mount, I'm going to go with Hendo. I think you've got to have Hendo in there just for the moment. And I'll throw Foden in there just to see if I can bring any excitement to an otherwise quite boring midfield at the moment. All right, well, I've got the solution. So if Southgate hit my line... Oh, here we go. Henderson's in there, obviously. Grealish is alongside him. You want someone to be linking, picking up the ball deep, driving forward. Troy, I won't go to you on this. <laughs> no, your thoughts on Grealish, but... I really like I really like Grealish, but I don't think we've seen enough of really what he's capable of Hang in on, the Premier League. We've, we've seen not... more from Mason Mount and Madison than we have from Jack Grealish. We've seen more from Grealish than we have from Foden. We've seen a fair amount of Grealish. This is not he's not just come to the Prem. Yeah, but yeah, but this season, who's had a better season so far? Mount and Grealish, and they pretty much play the same. One's round. playing for Chelsea. One's playing for Villa. Yeah, but yeah, but they're playing for a new look Chelsea team. This isn't the Jesus Chelsea team God, that are going to walk. Chelsea around. thing is the biggest myth. <laughs> <laughs> it's about two different players in there. <laughs> What's the I mean, difference? are we going to go through the team? What's the difference? This new so we've look got, Chelsea. We got a new youth. We got a new number You've nine. Hudson Odoi, yeah, who's come in. He was it. there last year. He's still Lost a youth product. Lost. Yeah, I'm not saying he's not a youth product. I'm saying it's it's not a new look Chelsea team. Well, it's it's without just, without it's even just you've got an English manager at the front of it. No, Tamori, Tammy, and Mount. Loft is cheap when he comes back. Hudson Odoi is back Tamori's in the squad now as well. because they sold their best defender, Reese James, as well. <laughs> and he's played two games still. So let's not say new look Chelsea. He's also come in through just a point of there being no other good defender so he's had to go to five at the back to save himself no, because they're so, shipping right. goals for fun so this, so <laughs> this, this Abraham up front because he's not Giroud <laughs> and he's also the Premier League top goal scorer the difference you've also played all, all relegated sides more bottom half teams than any other team in the Premiership so let's Let's hold the horses a little bit. I'm, I'm just yeah. all I'm saying is that when we did our no, pre- well, no, no, when we did our Premier League prediction, everyone wrote us off and said we're finishing tenth with this squad, and we're currently outperforming. Tenth. Everyone, most people said outside of the top six. We, I think I just sixth. Most people had seventh. They said, oh, I don't think that. I think Leicester will take their top six place. That is. Yeah. No, yeah, that that, that is what everyone well. said. I'm just. United shit. I'm just. I'm. I'm just saying that. Everyone was writing us off and we've had a couple of players come in from basically from the championship and they've actually done really well. Out of the top six teams, Chelsea have the third oldest of the bunch of them. <laughs> so let's not say they've got this young team because I'm bloody that's, sick of it. I, I mean, that is mainly down to us, being quite a bit, 100 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he brings the average yeah, in way, way up. down. <laughs> anyway, got off my chest. Yeah. Grealish and Hendo. Grealish, Pick the ball up deep, drive forward. It's not the best option you're going to hope for, but it's somewhat better than what we have. And it saves playing someone like Rice or Dyer because there's there's no point in bringing these players in to be defensive if it just doesn't then get forward. So you need someone yeah. to be somewhat of a connector. Someone from the Mail put an article up today saying, look, we have Liverpool's captain, we have Liverpool's right back, we yeah. have Liverpool's centre-back. 
why don't we try playing like Liverpool? Yeah. Like, it's that simple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't oh, yeah. We don't need the, the, the pretty strikers. Yeah. We don't need those. Yeah. yeah. I, I see... So it. someone said, like, what, you think I, Kane's going to do what Firmino does? He's like, probably not yeah. going to do that. I, I see... We've seen what happens when Kane has the chance to pass. No, I, 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 can get, I can get on the Grealish train, and I can see what you're saying, but do you think that he holds up the play just a bit too much? I mean... Anything, you need a bit of pace to, to go forwards, and I think I, if he doesn't have as he, much responsibility on his shoulders, I actually think he would be not just for England, in general a really obviously he's already a great player, but an even better player if he released the ball more sooner. Sometimes he does hang on to the ball for longer than yeah, be that a to. hangover from playing in the championship or what. He seems to think he can sort of hold the ball and run with the ball mm. for longer than he can for a central midfielder. I think if he released the ball quick, he's got a good passing range on him. Mm. I think he could be perfect for that role if he did that. Yeah, it's because I mean, if you've got him in there, you uh, Ali will probably make the squad somehow. He'll probably make the squad somehow. I'm not saying yeah, he'll make the start eleven. I don't think you can have both of them in the squad because they're two. They bring similar features. Dennis go in there. Yeah, Jack seems yeah. like I, a better I, crack he, as well. At yeah. the moment, at the moment he is. At the moment he is. And he's I, 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 I make bird now. I make <laughs> power play. I, I make take your face in the squad. You take your bird. I've got Madison yeah. in front of the two. If that was any question. Good man. Yes. Same. Does, yeah. yeah does anyone have a different strike force to Sterling, Sancho, and Kane? If you say no, Abraham, no. if you dare say Abraham, no, no, no. I actually think yeah, it's not, not, not his time. I actually not think style wise, Abraham probably is a better fit than Kane. But I think you just don't drop the Kane. thing is with Abraham, the reason why he gets goals and why we have the reason <laughs> yeah, why true. the reason why he gets played is because he stretches teams with his pace. I know he's tall, but he's quick. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that and that's something Kane just—that's the only thing Kane doesn't have, which is pace. Yeah. He sort of come on the scene like uh, like how Michael Owen did, and I think if you did take him in that ta- this fictional tournament, he would perform because he's almost like he's that of that age where I don't know the pressure does get to you, but not yeah. as much as it is when you're a 26 year old player I've, or whatever. I've, you know I think what I mean? If, a I grown think, man. Basically. I think as well with Kane, sometimes he, don't get me wrong, probably the best finisher in the world. Like you'd want him above most people, but. When he comes deep and then you've got two wingers up top dealing with the rest of the defence and there's no link-up play, whereas an Abraham will be running in behind and creating gaps for the midfield to then run into. I think Kane, because he doesn't have that pace, he does come deep to collect the ball and we're not used, for some reason, England don't play off him well. You've got two wingers that hug the touchline and there's not a lot of link-up, whereas I think if you had a pacey striker pulling the defence backwards... And then you'd have space for Sancho and Sterling to interchange in behind him. I think that would probably work a little yeah, bit better. I mean, that's the final point, and then we'll move. I on. know they've not played with each other a huge amount, and it was on Friday predominantly due to no creativity from behind them. But for all everyone said about we've got maybe the best front three in international football, yeah, it, it as a free, it doesn't really work that well together. There's no, it seems to be no real. Like, Sterling doesn't play okay for City, and no, I know that's a big ask, but doesn't we just don't seem to get as near to Kane as like, they do when Spurs are playing well, for example. It just Never seems to really work. Well, when six nails tonight, flow. Yeah. If, if, we, if we move on to make sure we get through everything. So, despite being a man's game, the Rugby World Cup was brought to a halt by a bit of rain this weekend. What are some I mean, other... Just just to say, just to say on that point, that that bit of rain has well, killed people. A bit of rain. Yeah, the that, F1 went ahead. Yeah, but it was in a different, different part yeah, of Japan. Was, Japan's no, no, a big no, no, place, the man. The F1 was in China. Oh, well, there you go then. <laughs> it was in China. You're, you're daft racist. <laughs> yeah, it was in Japan. Not, not, it's it's not in, the first time that Luke's combined Japan the two is, and just said they're the same. <laughs> the That's F1, on air. That's the, on air. That's the last time. The F1's still going ahead. Every other sport. Football still went ahead Don't there. get me wrong. There's only like two games that were called yeah, off. The, yeah, the, the main ones, ones from the Saturday. Two they, games, they, two they money. My, my mate's actually in there at the moment and there was an earthquake as well as the typhoon. It was tell you what, that Japanese game... 
uh, against Scotland was yeah. one of the best games of international rugby that I've seen in this World Cup. Yep. Definitely, yeah. it was it was quality. Yeah. There was they had this prop here yeah, that was about six foot seven, probably twenty five stone, blonde hair on him. Sounds like an athlete. He just well, you wait. He was running through about three blokes at a time, <laughs> gaining about six or seven yards each drive. It was uh, it was unreal. But yeah, it, he was a replacement. He came on fresh legs, but quality game of rugby. All right, the question here then is some other times where the weather has helped to make the moment. Good start here. If we go back to the 2008 Champions League final in uh, oh, Moscow. <laughs> oh, no. no, no. The oh, images that's... of Terry crying with the rain pouring, slipping over there, the rain. Do, do the images of him the holding moment. the trophy a few years later burn in your eyes? No, I was working a shift at the co-op. <laughs> Fair enough. I should do. I finished the shift knowing that either Spurs were at the Champions League or Chelsea lost the Champions League final, so it was (laughs) win-win. Only team in London with the European Cup, though. Arsenal have a European Fairs Cup, so... (laughs) (laughs) And Cup Winners Cup. Yeah, Yeah, so did Chelsea. Yeah, so you're not the only ones. (laughs) The European Cup. Anyone else want to chuck any in there? Yeah, there was a game between I believe it was Cameroon and I think Burkina Faso where the uh, the, there was a there was a massive there was a massive massive storm and then a lightning bolt hit the stadium and it knocked everyone out if if you look on YouTube if you look on YouTube they're all on the floor holding their heads like like it is insane all the lights go out and they come back on all the players just like on the floor it's just the most (laughs) mental thing finish the game um, I believe it did, yeah. yeah. I think it did. Fair enough. How about you all about that? Yeah. Lights came back on and doing a Harlem shake or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we tricked you. Yeah. I think another one as well, I think it was Leeds. I think we're going back to the 70s here. And I believe, again, it was Billy Bremner, but I may be wrong. He slides the ball past the keeper and the, the pitch is so boggy and muddy that the ball is just rolling towards the goal and stops dead on the goal line. Oh, and he's run off doing the one arm the one arm windmill celebration <laughs> to the oh. crowd and the ball is stopped and it's you, you had similar to that in Euro two thousand eight when Switzerland played Turkey where they were talking about the game being called off and if it gets any worse than this it's gonna happen where the ball was stopping in the middle of the pitch. Oh, yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, evening kickoff. I enjoyed watching it just because yeah. it was something different, yeah. like you know. Remember Torres scoring his first was, Chelsea goal. That was the first game to the, my mind. <laughs> because yeah. the ball hit in the puddle and it literally just yeah. stopped. It's against like West Ham was. Yeah, it was. I think it was the second last game of the season. It's been that long. Yeah, and all the defenders <laughs> ran past the ball, and then he's just oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve McLaren in the rain. Is that, 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 that was the thing that came to my mind when you said rain? I was like, isn't it? <laughs> like you it's said, been, was it fair that you got punished for having an umbrella? Is <laughs> that fair? Not really. You didn't want a cold. I think it's probably it? missing out on qualifying for the Euros. Is probably the main. Thing. <laughs> yeah. There's there's been uh, countless times in in cricket where rain has actually saved the day. Yeah. Teams yeah. been teams been facing absolute defeat. Next thing you know, two days of solid rain. I remember, <laughs> cheers then. I remember England World Cup. I'm thinking it must have been about 2009 against the West Indies. And we were going at a fairly good run rate and we had wickets in hand. But the West Indies had come out slogging to start with and, and set a decent total. But their win, their run rate had been like insane in the first 10 overs and tailed off towards the end. Yeah. But the Duckworth-Lewis method, which is whoever had the highest, horrendous. the highest run rate at the time the game is called off, wins the game. So we were on track to win and it started raining and we lost because of Duckworth-Lewis. <laughs> 
knocked out semi-finals, I think that was. Yeah. That's H- when it doesn't work in your favour. Yeah, yeah, not at all. Hey, Chisora. Yeah, yeah. Rain was the star there. One that stands out for me that I've said on it plenty of times before. Arsenal away at Blackburn. <laughs> hammering down with Rain. Travelled down there for an early kickoff. They had protests to get Steve Keane out before the game. Yeah. Oh. Um, went with, first time we met Liam, we got battered 4-3. Well, bat- we four, four, three. Three. Yeah, came back right at the end. Uh, Shamak got stuck in the net after scoring because he uh, he slid in. Arteta played. Jovino got his first goal. Um, like we know wore a flimsy plimsoll that ripped off and he was walking around with his sock. Ah, that's a depressing, depressing yeah. scene. Yeah. With just playing in the rain, that's the only time I'd ever like to go in goal is when it's raining. Really? Could, the problem is the ball is like, about. The ball is like a like bar it. of soap. That's the only problem. Mm. And then it's all good and well. You're thinking, oh yeah, I'll slide around. But when you're playing Stroud six and you're winning eighteen, oh no, this was and you stood in ice rain. This was like football football training going and going. We we played a game um, when I was in the last year of uh, secondary school, and it was like a cup game, and it was a semi final, and it got called off because hail just came out of nowhere and it was actually biblical. Like, we, kids were, were in pain. We were all on the pit screaming, going, Sir, can we please come off? And then eventually he was like, yeah, do you know what? Or oh, Everyone run in, abandoned game. Like, it was fucking dire. I, I had Adebayor on the back of my shirt the year that he did the skid against Arsenal for Man City. All right. But because it was raining, I um, wore it to training because I wanted to do a skid after I scored. So I just goal, goal, goal hang for the 90% of the trade. I smashed it in on the line <laughs> and nice. did a skid. Anyone, any of us to chuck in before we move on? Okay then, so we have United against Liverpool this Sunday at 4.30. Annoyingly, because we have a Monday kickoff, they decide they can't have two games on a Sunday, so it's not a very super Sunday. But I've asked you all to come with a combined Liverpool and United five-a-side team with players since the year 2000. Who wants to kick me off with their keeper? Yeah, I'll go first. Kieran Trippier. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Did not know where that was no, going. <laughs> so what year was it from? 2000. 2000. All right, I've done no prep. I'll go first. <laughs> I was looking at you and Alex to see <laughs> which one of I'll you. Go, I, yeah, I'm ready. I'm going with Van der Sar in oh. goal as my goalkeeper. I don't think you're going to be alone in that one, Alex. <laughs> real, real, real Ferdinand. No, just give me a key, just give me a key. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah. All right. Actually, no. Yeah, give me, go. give me a whole team. We'll do yeah. it that way. It's only five, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Right. So we're going real Ferdinand centre back. Um, nice. Nah. Yeah, yeah. My two midfielders. Roy Keane still got it. He's in. Gerard's in. Obviously. And then are we saying what? what? So it's Since from the, the two thousand up to now. Yeah. So oh, sorry. Player... I thought it was just like that decade of the 2000s no, no. to 2010. Well, it still stays the same. Um, Naomi Stryker. It's got to be Luis Suarez. I would go with. Yeah. Suarez in prime form. At... But then I suppose you could yeah, go Torres. But I mean, you haven't got yeah, Suarez, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Completely yeah. forgot about him. Yeah. Jesus. I don't need Ronaldo. Yeah. No, we don't need Ronaldo. That midfield is strong and determined. We're doing all right. All right, Alex, you're looking keen. Yeah, so I, I, I've gone with the approach of the five key the, the five key components of a, five, a true five size squad. So, Van der, obviously keeper, guy who's gonna guy who loves keeping, not afraid. Yeah, yeah, not afraid, not afraid to, not afraid to you know get a bit 
get physical. I couldn't have De Gea in goal just because I don't think he's got it in him. But Van der Sar, Van der Sar in goal. I've gone for that intimidating presence in your five-a-side squad. The guy who's on your side of the pitch who intimidates the other team thinking, oh, I've got Vidic in there. Got Vidic playing. Okay. Is it, you know, you turn up, you see him on the other side thinking, mm, don't really want to go near him, too, near him too much. And then got the guy who probably is the guy who organises the squad, gets him to show up every week, is there every single week and is like, does it, does, sorts out the fair rotations from Gary the subs. And, and usually pays most of the subs out of pay, his own Pays pocket. most of the subs. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, gen, the gentleman of the team yeah. and does what he's meant to do in the squad. And I've got Alonso in there just to, okay. just to dictate. Um, and then I've got, I've got the ta- the most talented player on the pitch, the you know the superstar Ronaldo's in there. Obviously, he's you know plays anywhere, steals the show, wins the games out of nowhere. And then I've got the uh, well, the guy who's going to get sent off, the one who's going to start a scrap, takes a step too far. The, the 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 little rat of the team, Suarez is in there as well for ah, me. Yeah. <laughs> for United, yeah, I'm going to go with. They and have a better, they'd have had a better team, though. I'm, they? I'm going with Allison in goal. Since then, yeah. I'm going with Allison in goal, and for one reason alone is that you can play on the pitch as well because his yeah. feet are so good. So you can do rush keepers. Yeah. So you make yeah. play a bit of scully. Yeah. So then I'm going to go Van Dyke at the back, and then in midfield I'm going to have Rooney and Coutinho, and up front I'm going to have Ronaldo. Just with that. That wicked, wickedry and wizardry in the midfield. Yeah. I think that would be enough. I'd like to, win to make it. one substitution though, and that's <laughs> yeah. my defender. I want Yap Stam. I know we only said two thousands by two thousand. He was getting on a little bit, <laughs> but he wasn't really, was he? He still had a couple Get of years Dennis left Irwin in the tank. <laughs> I'm having Yap Stam because you made it clear when you say you know that shit house. Him bad. and Roy Keane in the same five side team, you'd probably just let them win. <laughs> I've got Van der Sar in goal, Van Dijk at centre back, Roy Keane as most of that. I've got Rooney in front of him go back and forth, do both ends of the pitch. And I've got Owen up top. Michael Owen. Nice. The disrespect Owen gets. Yeah. Michael Owen on a five-a-side pitch would be lethal. I did I did have to think about throwing in um, uh, Van Nistroy just because he's like, oh. you can, you can yeah, see him. He can't him. go in the box. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's not scoring <laughs> any goals. Yeah, but the pitch is so small anyway. The yeah, entire pitch is the box. He, I was going to him stood like glitching on the side of a box. <laughs> I can't hear this. I can't hear He's glitching. He, he, he's not hacking a rough Monday night. <laughs> no, yeah, he's not turning up. That's the problem with he goes, Van he, he goes to Bentham and he'll be straight down over the side. <laughs> so, uh, that Kieran treatment happens every week to him. He's like, when will someone stop doing this to me? <laughs> this isn't a dig at the Dutch, but, but Dirk Kite's not getting in and Robin Van Persie for the exact same reasons. <laughs> They're not getting in. Dirt counts three-yard screamers. <laughs> yeah. Right, TK, if you give us yours. All right. I um I did have the hair in goal, uh, mainly because I didn't think of Anderson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now Jack said Allison, I feel like he's got a very good reason to pick him, but if I do it, it's because I'm a Liverpool fan, so I can't. <laughs> so I'll go with the hair. Um, Verge in there, got to be, because he's better than Rio. <laughs> uh no, but we are at a stage where we're tracking who can run past him, so that's pretty handy for five yeah. side. Um, Gerard, perfect all rounder, can do everything. Um, Ronaldo, because he can be the guy, especially Man United Ronaldo, who was predominantly just tricks based. He can be the guy that soaks up the tackles off everyone else. They can boot him around while the rest of them do who want. And, and Suarez yeah. can pick up the scraps at the other end. He'll just be an absolute nightmare down there. So that's my team. Alright, if we call it a day there, you can get back and you can watch the majority of the England team after what we've just cursed them out for <laughs> 20 minutes of the last hour. Bit of a shorter episode this week. Alex, you with us next week? Yeah, 
Yeah, there's no. As I learned while I was away, there's no. There's no escape being a Spurs fan. (laughs) I was. uh, It was uh, the uh, the final phases of the run, and um, one of the pros who'd fallen out, who had given a bit of banter to earlier in the race. He uh, saw me at the finish line. He knows. I, he knows I'm a Spurs fan. If I just cut you off, um, we're having no triathlon. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> but no, you'll you'll like this. You'll like this across the finish line, and I'm 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 pretty cooked at this point. I'm literally just falling into the <laughs> the scrapper the scrapper shade that I could find. I'm there, literally drooling at the floor. Look up, there he is. He just turns around to me and says. Spurs are 2 0 down at Brighton, by the way. And then five minutes later, after I start to stand up, bring my, pull myself together, oh, 3 0 down. I was like, oh, oh, just go away. Right. <laughs> just, I'm just amazed that for such a tough sport, you have time to have banter during the race. This guy was obviously a bit more composed than AJ. <laughs> that, was on la- that, was, that was on lap one of the run, and then lap two and three, I wasn't going to be able to say no anything. Talk, there was no yeah. talking on lap two and three. I like the idea that this guy's just going to appear in AJ's life at bad moment <laughs> yeah. on his deathbed. I suppose at least, by the way. So you know that, yeah. Like a wedding day, like look, Spurs are losing though. I just don't have too good a day. <laughs> I just want to get an honourable mention in that Chelsea have Newcastle on a three pm kickoff, and they've not had a great season this far. And this is our annual time to make them look like Barcelona. They always, always <laughs> seem to be us. Spurs did that. It's just, it is just ah, mental. It is, I literally, I don't understand what the the hoodoo they have over us, but they can have the worst if season ever. It, it's our Brucey. Yeah. It's like Bolton for Arsenal back in the <laughs> yeah. day. We, we made Brighton look like Leicester and Leicester look like Barcelona. <laughs> we'll know how well Sean's doing travelling if I see a listener pop up from Australia. If they don't, fear the worst. <laughs> bit, bit by a spider. <laughs> So anyway, thanks again for listening to another episode of the Spitballing Pod. As always, check out check us out on uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes. Give us a rating there, www.spitballingpod.com. And there's all sorts more on there. We'll be back. Thank you. <laughs>